Chapman University, where big ideas are born. We strive to become multidimensional, original thinkers. The kind of people who flourish in a challenging world. The kind of people who rise to every occasion. The kind of people who can accomplish anything imaginable. Welcome to Chapman Chats. This is a time for you to explore your options and do research on what different colleges and universities have to offer. We hope you can tune in to learn more about who we are at Chapman and get some general tips on the college search and application process. Hi everyone, it's Thursday, January 28th, and my name is Tanaz Norian. I will be your host today. I am an admission counselor here at Chapman, and I'm so excited to chat with Chloe Roshan about her abroad experiences during her time at Chapman. So Chloe, thank you so much for being here. We are so excited to hear about your experiences. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, hi, thank you so much for having me. My name's Chloe. I'm a senior at Chapman. I'm a creative writing major with a history minor. Um, I'm involved in Kappa Alpha Theta. I'm a member in Greek life. And then I also am the president of Camp Kesem at Chapman, which is a really great organization that I love. If you wanna hear more about that, you can ask me. But um, yeah, I studied abroad in my fall semester of my junior year. I went to Italy, but the summer before I also did a Chapman um, summer course, which included like a week of travel in Northern Ireland. Awesome. So we're super excited to learn about those two experiences that you had. So give us a timeline of what programs you did, the name of the course that you took over the summer. We'll start with that one and then we'll get into your semester abroad. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so the summer course I did was English 447. It's called the Real Westeros um, with Professor Justine Van Meter. She's an uh, English professor in the honors program. Um the course was basically with a lot of things all wrapped up into one. So I love Game of Thrones. And for anyone that maybe doesn't know, Game of Thrones is actually like very loosely based on some historical events. So the class included going to sites where they filmed, learning about the history behind the show Game of Thrones, also like the reality of the history. And then also included, since it was an English class, um, how to write fantasy genre writing, basically. So it was basic like writing and history all combined into one which was why I was super interested in it. I always find it really interesting that we have a course that is based on Game of Thrones. I never watched Game of Thrones. Are you a huge Game of Thrones fan? I am huge. My entire family is really into it actually. Um, My brother and my dad and my other brother actually have all read the books so major hardcore fans. <laughs> I love that. Were you okay with the ending? I heard the ending was a bit of an upset. Oh, yeah. No, I like understood why it had to happen and why the writers made that decision. It made me sad though, but honestly, if you knowing the ending and if you go back and watch like the last couple seasons, you could see it coming, I would say. Chloe, you might have enticed me to watch Game of Thrones. Tell us a little bit about that experience as a travel course. How was the coursework? Were you able to travel other places? Yeah. So what happened was I flew from, so it was, a, it was summer. It was a course all summer, I should say. So it wasn't just the, tra- the, just that part of travel. I did the course all summer. We had lectures every once in a while. So we were really learning about like what we were going to be doing and like the his the real history, like the War of the Roses was something that it was like loosely based off of. Um, so did that kind of leading up to it. And then I flew from San Francisco to London um, and I had to spend a night alone in London, which was I was really intimidated by that because I'd never gone international travel by myself. Um, and 
that I had to set up by myself. So just so Chapman, Chapman didn't like book a hotel for me or anything like that. It was all on my end. Um, and then I flew to, um, Belfast airport and met up with the rest of like the Chapman people and Justine and our TA Talia from there. So we were kind of doing group activities every day. Justine was like our tour guide basically. And we would go to different parts of Northern Ireland, um, and learning about the conflict between Northern Ireland and I the country of Ireland and the history there. So I really loved that. We were going, we went to Dublin one day, which is in Ireland itself. So we had to like cross the country's border, which was really cool. Um, did a, went to a lot of different museums, a lot of walking tours. Um, we went into there's so in Belfast, which is the capital of Northern Ireland. Um, there's like different sections that are only for Catholics and only for Protestants because of the main conflict is between those two religious groups um so we got to go into like each quarter basically and see the differences and um hear the perspective of the history from both sides we had a protestant tour guide one point and then we had a catholic tour guide at the other um and then we went to a bunch of different game of thrones filming sets um for anyone that might watch the show winterfell is like one of the main places uh we got to go where they filmed there um they also built so in the last season, right, the main city that they all are in um, gets destroyed. And that's like the big thing. So don't sorry for the spoilers, but they we get to see the film set where they just like completely made this like destroyed city. It was like right in the middle of Belfast. The entire thing was basically filmed in Belfast in this like big studio. And then they would go to like all these other locations because Belfast was like very central. Um, and we also went to this game of thrones museum and it had all of the props and the costumes and like there's these really big like dragon skulls and they're huge and so they like actually built them they're not like cgi or anything so um well the actual dragons when they're alive are cgi obviously but yeah we got to go to this museum and then as far as like free time goes a lot of it was very scheduled our meals were pretty much always together um all the activities we were doing pretty much together but we did have one night I think because we spent the night in Dublin, we had our night in Dublin, like to ourselves, basically. And so a bunch of the students, we just kind of went out and looked around the city and it was really fun. That sounds so fun. So what would you say was the highlight of that experience for you? Um, I would say just just learning about the his the conflict of the history, the history of the conflict of um, Northern Ireland and Ireland. I just love history. It would be my major if it wasn't for all the research papers you have to write. So um I just like learning about new things that I necessarily wouldn't know about and being able to be there in the setting and hear from people whose lives it still affects. Like the the conflict was still very much going on in the 90s. And so there are people that are very much still alive, like probably a little older than me that personally relate to it. And we got to hear from them. Um, and all of that was obviously set up by Justine, who has done the trip before. So it was what very well done. Um and I definitely got a lot out of it. Awesome. So how was the the class and the faculty? Did you guys get to do a lot of things together? It's what it sounds like. Were you able to establish some connections with the faculty? Yeah, definitely. Um, I got, 
I spent, I remember I spent one night with Talia who was the TA on it actually. So she kind of assisted Justine and I'm pretty sure she was a grad student. Um, I spent a night in her hotel room, just like hanging out and talking with her after the, kind of the activities had ended for the night. So I definitely kind of built that relationship with her. Um, Justine is amazing. If anyone ever has a chance to take a class with her, Justine Van Meter, she's so funny and very smart. Um, you definitely learn a lot when you're having a conversation with her and, the class itself, it was a lot of work. Um, when we got back, we had to write a 12-page paper, a, a history research paper, basically, um, talking about something that we learned from the course. And then we also had to do like a multimedia arts project as well. So I just took a lot of photos on the trip and kind of made like a photo book. Um, and that was what my project was for that. Um, but other than that, those were like the two like we didn't have any homework assignments, nothing like that. We were recommended to journal after every day when we were traveling, which I didn't do, which I should have done, would have helped me a lot. But um, yeah, that was like the only assignments that we had. Awesome. So for everyone listening, that's English 447, the real Westeros. Sounds like a really awesome opportunity. Um, so you also did a semester abroad to Italy. So tell us a little bit about that. Why did you choose to go to Italy feel free to elaborate. Yeah. Um, I honestly can't tell you why I chose Italy. I've just always wanted to go, uh, since seventh grade, very random. Uh, I just knew I wanted to go to Italy my fall semester, junior year of college. And I, since I am a creative writing major, I also declared very late. I was undeclared for all of freshman year and like the first half of my sophomore year. So I really wanted to go somewhere that I could get full credit for, for my major. Cause I couldn't afford taking a semester off basically. So I went on the Chapman like abroad website. I put in my major, I put in the country I wanted to go and Perugia just kind of popped up and they said, okay, this will work. Um, so that's how I made my decision. I didn't really think about it much. Um, and then Perugia is a very small city. It's the capital of Umbria, which is the state in Italy next to Tuscany and, and Florence is in Tuscany. And so I was the only person from Chapman on my program. All the other Chapman students that were studying around Italy that semester were mostly going to Florence, a few going to Rome. Um, and just to like give some perspective, I can't remember which is which, but Rome and Florence, one of them has 6,000 American abroad students studying there a year and the other has 9,000. I think Rome is 9,000. Um, and there were 73 people in my Americans in my program. So just to give some perspective, I went to a very Italian city. Um, I actually had to speak Italian sometimes to get around. Although if I did break into English, most of the people understood me. It was just kind of embarrassing, I would say. Um, but I absolutely loved it. And I would say that actually going, not knowing anyone and not I, I knew no one on the program, no one from Chapman that was going to be there um, actually helped me a lot because it just forced me to like push myself out of my comfort zone and really like be myself. Um, and yeah, it was great. Chapman Chats is presented by the Chapman University Office of Admission. Have a topic you'd like to learn more about or a special guest you'd like to hear from? Email us at admit at chapman.edu. That's A-D-M-I-T at chapman.edu. Now back to Chapman Chats. That sounds awesome. So how were you able to establish connections and get yourself out there not knowing anyone? Yeah, um, I got really lucky. I So the rooming assignments were 
assigned to us um, by the program. So I went to the Umbra Institute in Perugia, which is a school made just for American abroad students. So that's where there was like 73 people just in my little school. Um, and then so when within Umbra, I was assigned to an apartment with um, four other girls from they were one was from New York, one was from Atlanta and two were from Virginia. Um, so I got really lucky. We all got along. I became very fast friends with them. And obviously it's a lot less intimidating to go out and like make connections with other people in the program when you have like a group with you. So it was kind of the five of us at all times, um, especially in the beginning. And then definitely just like taking classes, we were required to take an Italian class and I had actually taken Italian for three semesters at Chapman. I fulfilled my language requirement with Italian, but I did not want to take a hard Italian class, like a 300 level. So I took 101 when I was there, which was really fun. Um, but definitely just classes with people. Since the program was so small, I had classes with the same people. I was taking basically all history and English classes. Um, so definitely through that way, there was also activities and events put on by the um, school. So we like got a free dinner from them once a month or like every other week or so um, at a local restaurant that would basically like give us a free dinner to like get the word out. And so that we would come back and eat at their restaurant later when we were there. Um, and then there was also a lot of opportunities to talk to like local Italian students as well, because Although Umbra is the school that I went to, the University of Foreigners is another school and college in Perugia, and it's for any, I mean, for foreigners, basically, for non-Italians, and so there's actually a huge Chinese population in Perugia, so a lot of Chinese kids would go there, kids from, like, other countries would come to Perugia, and that's where they would go, and all the classes were in Italian, and then there's University of Perugia, which is for local Italian students, so we had kind of social events with both of those universities and so there was an opportunity to talk to local Italian kids from people from other countries as well um I went to a few of those it was really fun and yeah I'm trying to think of other ways that you really had to get out there oh um so I don't know if other countries also have this when you go and study abroad there but Italy since it is a very popular choice for American students especially in Florence and Rome um there are these trip companies that you can basically you sign up for them. So I went to Oktoberfest in Germany, right? That was super awesome and fun. Um, and so I booked my Oktoberfest trip through this company that I cannot remember. It was always like bus to Alps, Alps buses or something like that. Um, and so I sign up with them and I pay one flat fee and they cover hotel, they cover um, travel. And I'm in with a group of people around my age, also American students. Um, so I met, I actually met up with other Chapman people that were studying abroad in Florence um, that I didn't really know. I kind of just like stumbled across them. We we're like, oh my gosh, you go to Chapman? Um, so that was really funny. And met a lot of other students from like around the country, um, around the US that were also in Italy, just like through that trip. And we drove from, we had to fly from Perugia to Rome, met the group, the giant, it was like 40 people, I would say. And we took a bus from Rome to Germany. So it was a long bus ride. Um, but yeah, stuff like that. There's there's so many opportunities to meet um, other American abroad stu students and also um, local students as well. That's awesome. So it sounds like you travel outside of Perugia. So how were you able to incorporate school along with traveling and going to other places? So 
to be honest, uh, the Umber Institute, I love them. My, all my professors were lovely, but the, just like the caliber of work is a lot less than it is at Chapman. Um, so I was able to focus a lot more on traveling because they also want you to have that opportunity. All the professors know that we're there to travel and be abroad. And while yes, the education is important, part of the abroad experience is also being able to travel. So I would say that a lot of the professors were super understanding, all of them were super understanding. Like I know a lot of people would sometimes miss Monday class because they would go for the weekend and then they would come back and sometimes it would be too late or they had no other choice um, to get a flight on a Monday because the one downside of going abroad in Perugia is that because it is so small and it's very hard to travel in and out um, and all of us Perugia itself is very big, but where we were staying was like the medieval section of the city. So it's on the top of this giant hill. And so you have to f get to Rome because that's the airport that you fly out of. There's no airport in Perugia that really goes anywhere except other smaller cities in Italy. So you have to take a bus or train to Rome to the airport, travel where you want to go. And then when you come back, you have to go through Rome, get back to Perugia. And then when you're at Perugia, you have to take a this thing called the mini metro. It's like a little roller coaster metro ride up the hill. Um, and that closes at 8 p.m. So it's a little tricky to plan your traveling to get back on time. Um, one time my roommates and I got back at 1 a.m. after our like fall break. So we had gone to a bunch of different countries. We came back. It was 1 a.m. Uh, the mini metro was not working. All of the taxis were not coming to go pick up five American girls. So we had to walk home from the bottom of the hill up with all of our bags at 1 a.m. Um, one of my roommates almost had an asthma attack, but we all made it out. It was honestly very fun, huge growing experience. Uh, I really felt like I could tackle a lot after that. And they don't have a lot of streetlights. So it was, a, it was, it was daunting, but very funny when I look back on it now. Um, but yeah, the school and like kind of fun life balance it was really easy for me to maintain I generally take school really seriously so I would say that me out of a lot of other people there probably put school more had more importance um another thing that is actually really great that I liked that not a lot of other schools do is that Chapman counts the classes that you take or at least for me I don't know if they changed it since then as full credit so what I was what I took in Perugia completely transferred over to my Chapman GPA um, with full credits. So because of that, I was really able to uh, boost my GPA a little bit because the classes were a little bit easier and um, the teachers also, I think, graded a little bit more easily. So, But a lot of other of my friends, their universities either froze their GPAs or they didn't completely trans come over to their regular GPA. So they would get like half credit for the classes that they were taking. Um, but that was not the case for me. That's awesome. So what was the highlight of this experience, probably other than climbing this hill that I'm imagining in my head at 1 a.m. with your friends? <laughs> just the overall experience was so amazing because it just makes you grow as a person so much. I, part of the reason why I did the summer course, the Game of Thrones one, was because I was so afraid of traveling internationally alone. I've flown a lot domestically by myself. Um, so I kind of did like a test run by flying to London where obviously they speak English. So, but flying to Rome by myself in August, I was terrified. I was so scared. I can't even tell you why I was so scared. I don't know. But then, um, by the time that I was coming back, I had to stay a night in Rome by myself. Just my, the way that my flight worked every, we got buses to the airport provided to us by our school, but then I couldn't get a flight that day or whatever it may be. So I had to spend a night alone in Rome. Um, 
And I, I did not care at all. It was, I was so completely calm and fine. So I really think that shows just like the overall growth that going abroad and pushing yourself can really do for you. Um, I feel so much more like responsible for myself now, I would say because of going abroad, it just, yeah, it just really forces you to grow up a bit. Um, especially if you go to a country that their first language is not English. It there, I went to a village in Italy where they did not speak English. Like you had to communicate with them in Italian or hand movements or whatever it may be. So just getting yourself into like situations like that. I know this might not answer the question fully, but I would say the highlight of my entire experience is just the people I met. I made such great friends, um, kind of being in that situation with people that are also experiencing very similar things to you, um, bonds you in a way that I'd I have never like felt before. Um, so I still talk to my roommates, those group of girls that I got like grouped up with very fast. Um, I literally was just talking to them like two days ago. We have a group chat. It's so fun. I'm very close with, um, one of my guy friends who actually goes to Boulder in Colorado. I just saw him like a couple weeks ago. I went out to Colorado to say, Hey, so yeah, just the people that you're able to meet. And if you keep the effort into the friendships, I seriously I mean, for me, and I think for a lot of other people and a lot of my other friends that went abroad, it's lifelong friendships that you get. Yeah, that's a very common takeaway for students that go abroad. So I really appreciate you sharing some insight on that. So do you have any advice for students in high school that are excited to embark on this new journey and excited to incorporate studying abroad into their experience? Some technical advice that I wish someone told me is that if you are going to a country that requires you to get a visa... Get on it the second that they send you an email about it because I uh, ignored it for a few months and I was eight days out from my departure date, like from when I was supposed to fly out from San Francisco to Rome. And I still didn't. I had that was when I had my visa consulate appointment in L.A. Um, and Italy is very strict about their visas. It's a really hard system to get it. So just make sure the second like Umbra, the school that I was in, um, sent me an email about it in March and I did not deal with it until probably May. And then at that point there was no appointments available. So then it was August and I still don't have it. Um, so definitely just take the visa process pretty seriously and just jump on it as soon as you can. Just say yes to things. Just do it. Even if you're like, oh man, I'm tired. I'm lazy. And sometimes for me, I don't know about other people, um, social interaction can be a lot of energy for me. And sometimes I would rather just like stay inside and stay with my friends, like people that I know and I'm comfortable with instead of like going out and meeting new people and trying new experiences but all abroad is all about trying new experiences and even if you don't have the most fun in the moment it'll be a positive experience like in the end so just push yourself to say yes to things try new things meet new people um because that's the whole reason why you're there and it's it's all temporary right so I was only there for four months so no matter what was going to happen I knew that at the end of or in the middle of December I was going to go home so it, that kind of is a good thing to keep in mind in moments where I was like, oh man, like I wish I was home or I miss home. Um, I just kind of reminded myself of that. And it's like, it's only temporary. So make the most of it. Always say yes. Um, Chloe, thank you so much for joining us today. You gave some amazing insight and advice. We will continue season three with more awesome episodes about studying abroad at Chapman. I really enjoyed talking to you today. The list the listeners can't see me, but I was laughing at, at some parts a lot. You really kept me entertained. So thanks, Chloe. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. Love talking. <laughs> I love talking. <laughs> me too. <laughs> I, lo- I do, I do <laughs> love talking. <laughs> Make sure to connect with us and check out all of the opportunities we are offering to discover Chapman. And thanks for listening. Bye, everyone.
Thanks for tuning into Chapman Chats. Visit chapman.edu to explore degrees and programs, schedule a virtual tour, or even attend an information session. Need guidance throughout the application process? Be sure to connect with your admission counselor. We're here to help. We'll see you next time.